Hi there from the Communications and Public Engagement team at Summit County, Utah. This is Summit in Six. Let's kick things off and get caught up. Hey everyone, welcome back to another week of news here on Summit in Six. Today we're going to give an in-depth update on where County Council is at in the ongoing discussion with Dakota Pacific and their application at Kimball Junction. Then we'll have some info to share on some surveys we encourage our listeners to take part in. And there's a lot to get into, so let's get started. On Wednesday, Council continued discussion regarding the Dakota Pacific project in terms of inclusionary housing review and how it relates to the current proposal. Before discussion begins, there are some definitions to keep in mind. The first being area median income, otherwise referred to as AMI. In simple terms, AMI is the median family income in a given region. The Summit County AMI for a family of four is estimated at $148,600. When we look at AMI growth since 2017, there has been a 43.7% increase in AMI, which means that the median family income in Summit County has grown from $98,000 to $148,600 in the last six years. It's important to note that these reports are published annually, so the 2024 report hasn't been recorded. The next term to keep in mind is median household income, which is the income of households generated in the past 12 months, including the income of the householder and all other individuals 15 years old and over in the household, whether they are related to the household or not. Because many households consist of only one person, median household income is usually less than median family income. The Summit County median household income is estimated at $131,916. An important term often used in these discussions is affordable unit equivalents, otherwise referred to as AUEs. An AUE is defined as a two-bedroom unit with 900 square feet of net livable space, measured exterior wall to exterior wall. Multiple smaller units together may constitute one AUE or few larger units according to the Snyderville Basin Development Code. For new commercial development or expansion of existing commercial development, Dakota Pacific is required to develop or ensure the development of affordable housing to meet 20% of the employee housing generated by the new development. The proposed Plan C that Dakota Pacific has presented over the last few weeks proposes including 510 market rate units and 217 affordable units, totaling up to 727 units, and there will be some changes to this that we'll discuss a little bit later in the podcast. There are also an additional 20 units from the 510 market rate units that would be deed-restricted attainable between 100% to 120% AMI. There are different types of units being proposed in Plan C for affordable housing. The plan presented on Wednesday includes 9 studio units, 87 one-bedroom units, 98 two-bedroom units, 17 three-bedroom units, and six four-bedroom units. Commercial development in the current proposed plan also includes 26,000 square feet of commercial and retail space, 85,000 square feet of low intensity, including but not limited to utilities, education, medical offices, light industry, and research parks. 
150,000 square feet of medium intensity, which includes things like banking and professional service, and 5,000 square feet for restaurants and bars. Based on the calculations, this area's workforce will have an opportunity of offering housing to about 163 employees. Senior housing is being proposed but is not going to be considered under affordable housing as it is intended for market rate housing, deed restricted by age but not by income. According to the Summit County Economic Development Office, there is an existing housing unit deficit that Plan C aims to address. There is a projected need for about 3,928 to 5,523 total units of housing. And in Summit County, there is an existing need for housing with 142 units of 60% of the AMI, 484 units with 50% AMI, and 725 units with 30% AMI. Based on Wednesday's presentation, Council reviewed the proposal and came to a general consensus among the five members regarding changes they would like to see in the current Plan C, which was shared in Thursday's meeting. These changes include a reduction to a total of 500 housing units, half of those units would be deed-restricted affordable housing, out of that half, so out of those 250 units, one-third would be dedicated to 40% AMI or below, one-third would be dedicated to 60% or below AMI, and one-third would be 80% or below AMI. And out of the 250 market rate housing units, one-third would be deed-restricted for seniors, and 20 of those units would continue to be available at 120% or below AMI. Additional stipulations included no nightly rentals or fractional ownership allowed within the project, the same commercial density that has existed in Plan C, and a private-public partnership between Dakota Pacific and the county for a parking structure to serve residents of the development and commuters utilizing the Kimball Junction Transit Center. This also includes a retirement for a continuing care retirement community and associated medical facilities. Council also requested a phased approach to the project tied to a UDOT fix of SR224. A third of the project would be allowed to begin pending funding for 224 being granted and an HTRZ correction from the state legislature. This deal would be irrevocable, meaning if funding gets pulled, then the construction would need to stop. This first third of the project would also need to include affordable housing. The remaining two-thirds of the project would proceed once the 224 project is completed. Dakota Pacific representatives expressed concern related to Council's wishes related to the structure of the phasing, the economic viability, and the timeline to update their proposal before the state legislative session ends. As a result, the public hearing scheduled for 6 p.m. on Thursday, February 15th at Ecker Hill Middle School has been postponed to a later date. The public meeting scheduled at 3.30 p.m. on February 15th has moved from Ecker Hill Middle School to the Richens Building at Kimball Junction. At this time, additional public meetings to negotiate changes between Dakota Pacific and the Council will likely be added to the schedule. For the most up-to-date meeting schedule, including recordings of past meetings, visit summitcounty.info slash D-P-R-E. And that's D-P-R-E all in caps. The Department of Health and Human Services is working with the University of Utah on a survey about work-life balance. 
The purpose is to gather information to help employers know what they can do to better support low to moderate income families to retain employment. Participants are paid $25 for a 25 to 30 minute interview that can be done over the phone. Their goal is to find 600 participants across the state. To participate, a person must be a caregiver of a child under age 12 or a caregiver to a child and older with a disability. Middle to low income, annual household income of $50,000 or less, and has to be English speaking. Visit bit.ly slash U of U W L B S to sign up to participate. All right, and just a reminder that the mental health survey for Summit County closes next week on February 16th. Please fill out the survey to help improve the mental health of all Summit County residents. We also ask that you please share the survey with anyone you know that lives in our community. This is our chance to make a positive impact on the future of our community and help make a healthier community for all. Visit summitcountyhealth.org survey today to participate. All right, that's all the news we have for this week. Tune in next week for more on Summit in 6. Summit in 6.